Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Thank y'all to Nobles Networking. Y'all give Mr. Chris a shout out for all your rural internet needs. Uh, he takes care of us over here, and I'm telling you, it works just as good as any hardwire internet service we've had. Uh, also, Bourbon Joy for the chocolates. They were good as hell. Uh, Red Circle, putting a little change in my pocket, and uh, all the sponsors of the show, before, middle, and after. You guys are awesome. Uh, tonight, I got uh, something really cool going down. Um, Matthew Burton, who we talk about all the time, about being a badass, uh, he is here. He's got a documentary coming out next week on his life, and all the trials and struggles and everything he's been through. And uh, I'm glad to have him here. Also, Josh Davies. Uh, Tyler Branch is going to sit here and sip some whiskey with me while we uh, let these boys do most of the damn talking and not Cheers, put our two cents in. Uh, and uh, Mr. Morgan. Uh, Mr. Morgan uh, as well. I don't know your last name, Morgan. We, uh, we call him Captain. Perhaps. Captain <laughs> Captain Morgan. I've had that happen. Don't. Watch out. He'll tell a Donald Trump joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have many of those. Right. Yeah, good. <laughs> you could make a few though. Yeah, you can make a few as long as you're doing the way Josh does. Uh, Davies cracks me up. Um, I'm just messing with Josh, like giving people a hard time. Uh, he, I guess he didn't see the Trump flag when he walked in. I don't know how. <laughs> you don't swear. Straight. You don't, you don't, Josh, don't tell me, bro. Hold on, one. Oh, now I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. You look real before, hard. Before, before we get started, Davies, you got to do, because you didn't do it for me last time, you got to do Barack Obama introducing my show. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey with the Josh Jerry Podcast. Uh, this is uh, Barack Obama. I've taken over the show, uh, as I will take over everything else. <laughs> now you can't hear fuck come back. <laughs> <laughs> It's been fun. Thanks you for having had, me. You had it. You had it. And then you, you screwed it up. Um, now I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, Damn. Y'all really just fucked yourselves. You just don't know it yet. Uh, no, I, I like you guys way too much. Uh, I don't let many people. Hell, actually, y'all and Tyler are the only people I've let come to the studio when I haven't been here. Uh, so if that says anything, just, I trust you guys and thank the world of y'all. So you can tell some stupid Trump and jokes. I won't get mad. I got to tell you, bro, I appreciate it so much. Well, I just hope y'all actually got some work done. Oh, man. We'll get into that, but it's been a lot, and and it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun, too. And, man, I've met people through you that I never thought I would meet that I thoroughly enjoy. Lee, Tyler. The other night when we were here working on the show and y'all were playing, like, I was more wanting to listen to y'all play (laughs) more than working on the show. It was incredible, man. It was great. I'm not a big country music fan, but no I, was, I was... Well, let's hope that's the only technical difficulty. How about you go back to kissing uh, Tyler and everybody else's ass for another night real fast with how you don't like country music. I'm not a big fan of country music, um, but I did enjoy the vibe that y'all had set up, and I was vibing the... the I can tell, the, I can feel the soul that y'all had Me as y'all were playing. It was I appreciate great. that. That is a yeah, very real. big compliment. Musicians love that one word you just said. Me, yes, sir. Soul. Me either, but I, I've, like, I've felt it. That one... I can't remember the song you played, but I like sat back there in the very back and I was just like, damn, man, it's good. Like, I, could, I couldn't help it. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. For real. Uh, but just so you know, and I tell you this all the time when you come in here, he'll, even me and Donald Helms got drunk the other night at uh, that songwriter thing I was talking about you. Uh, mm, as much as you compliment these fellas, 
as soon as they hear mm-hmm. your story and we talk about you a little bit, they compliment you just as much. So I want I want you to know that. I appreciate that very much. You're just as much as a badass to them as they are to you. I appreciate uh, that. Speaking of that, that's a great segue. Um, how to get this started. Uh, with your documentary coming out next week, we'll start off with how it came about and uh, and all that. Um, so, floor is yours, big guy. Cool, cool. So, how the show actually came about was... Um, was it 2019, Josh? That's about right. Yeah, 20, late 2019. Uh, more like mid-2019. Okay, mid-2019. I was fiddling around with the idea of somehow getting getting my story out and my name out some more because adaptive athletes, for those that don't know, adaptive means people with disabilities. Adaptive athletes don't get a lot of recognition in any type of platform at all, especially adaptive combat athletes, like the guys that do jujitsu, guys and girls that do jujitsu, and the guys that do the guys and girls that do MMA, and you know even professional wrestling. So I'm like, how do I do this? And I think it was after my last grappling match in Valdosta, which is actually how this whole group, me, Josh, and Morgan, all came about. Me, Josh, and Morgan decided they were going to take me to Valdosta for that match. And they kind of became my road crew because during fight week, I am a stressed out mess. And I lose my shit over every little thing. And they, they did very well to keep me calm. They had me ready to go. Like, I lost some of my gear. My fight shorts didn't come in. Like, all that stuff happened, so I was freaking out, and those two, these two kept me really, really calm. But, anyway, back to the, the actual match itself. After the grappling match, I was thinking, I was like, man, okay, I'm not going to compete again for a while, so what can I do? And I kind of meddled around with the idea of putting some video content out. And so me and Josh just got to talking about it, and it was like, what if we did a show, like some kind of show to, to kind of showcase what, what we're trying to do? And we kind of, toward the end of the year, right, right around New Year's, we decided, you know what? It's gold chasing time. 2020, we gold chasing. So he was like, I'd be down to help you with it. And I, you know, I asked him first before I just enlisted him in it. And he was like, I'd be down to help you with it. Let's get it. So we decided we're going to do it. And then one day, talking to Morgan, he was like, we were. T- I was talking to him about me and Josh deciding to do the show, and he's like, "Well, you know somebody, you got somebody that can help you with all the editing and stuff." So I was like, "All right, cool." I was like, "Would you be down to do that?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't mind. I don't care. It's cool, whatever." So that's kind of how that came about. The crew came about, and then after that, it came down to getting the camera and figuring out what to film and all that. So I ended up signing up to do a grappling tournament and I started a GoFundMe to uh, to pay for the tournament. Tournament fell through because the I guess the promoters were going to make us a sideshow instead of cuz it was supposed to be me and a bunch of other adaptive jiu-jitsu people. And apparently they pretty much said we were going to be the sideshow. So everybody involved that was the adapters were like, no, we're not doing that. So what I did was I reached out to everybody personally that donated money to the GoFundMe and was like, 
yo, can I use the money that you donated to start this and do this and do this? And they were like, yeah, sure, go ahead, whatever you need it for. So I ended up buying a camera and started filming. Just started filming some of my workouts and all, everything that I've been doing and all the go through, all the stuff that I've been through. And then we decided, okay, let's try to put it together. So we met up. The first time we edited, we met, ed up, met up and edited on Morgan's com laptop computer with this free software that was absolutely shit. Let me just say. <laughs> it, it's been a, yeah, it's been rough. Um, we Y'all haven't figured out free is usually shitty. We I learned mean, that the hard way. We knew that, but we, we didn't know how far it would go. <laughs> like, that, that, that's yeah. the thing, is we knew it was going to be crap. But, and plus, we didn't have the money at the time to buy, like, Adobe Premiere. And it was also learning the software as well, and then trying also trying to get a layout of the show, how we wanted it to look, uh, trying to and trying to use the footage that we did. Right. And this, put it this way. This is what I did to start with, with the filming. I put the, I, I bought a camera stand, and I went to the gym, and I just put the camera down and hit record, and recorded every freaking workout I did, no matter how long it took me. So, when we got to editing, it took us, we had to edit freaking 19 minute videos, 20 minute videos, 40 minute videos, just because I just set the camera down and let it ride as I was working out. So, sitting through all that and picking out piece and piece and piece of what we wanted to do with a crappy software just took a long time. And it, it also took a long time for us to figure out how we gel as a group to create something. Because you can't just, honestly, you can't just pick anybody to work on a project with you that, that, you know, that you're invested in. So... It took us a minute to gel, and it took us a while to brainstorm. But then once we got that rolling and we we put it all together, like, we were off to the races. And then somehow we ended up getting hooked up with you, Josh, and... It wasn't by luck. I, it wasn't by <laughs> luck at all. You'd have been better off uh, just going the opposite <laughs> way, probably. <laughs> I mean, at this point, probably not, because if we had, episode two and three would take us another six months to a year to make a piece. Yes. <laughs> well, that damn software that I pay for on the computer for the video editing stuff that I do nothing with, I'm glad y'all put it to use. Yeah, uh, bro, we're we, making great use of it. We've been burning it out, let me tell you. Because we've already we're already halfway through episode two and started on episode three. So yeah, we've got some conceptual ideas for episode three, but yes. that software is gonna help a lot. Yes, it's helped out a lot and bro, I gotta tell you, I appreciate you so much for letting us use it. Also, let me say this. I forgot to say this from the start. You know, I know none of this happens without God. Like, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, I know none of this happens with all, without God, man, because there's no way that I'm doing everything that I'm doing without him. Like, yeah, I have a potty mouth. Yeah, I like to drink a little bit, but I know where I, you know, I know where I come from, and I know who's got well, my back. Well, we don't condone curse words or drinking here, sir, so you're going to have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too bad, because I'm already here. <laughs> so, but... So I, I know where it all comes from, and I'm so thankful. But, yeah, it just it kind of came together as, like, this thing that we wanted to do. And with episode one, I didn't want anybody to hear from me. Like, I wanted, I wanted people to hear from 
people around me because me talking about myself isn't going to get the story across because if you're making something about you, if you mention you, that's what it, that's what people are going to expect. You're going to talk yourself up big. So I didn't want to talk myself up at all because I know ain't no way I'm where I'm at without God and the good people around me. So I was like, let those good people say what they have to say about me. That's why people like you. Man. Yep. So I... When we when we did the concept of the first episode was let these people talk and I don't even want to be around. So we did we did interviews. We had questions set up and we let them do the interviews without me around because I was like I don't want them to feel pressure. I don't want them to feel like they got to talk nice about me just cuz I'm in the room. So when you do your interview, I'm not going to be around at all. And man, let me tell you the love that people showed me and like the appreciation, man, it means so much to me. I've watched this episode probably 15 to six to 20 times right now. And it makes me emotional every time. Like the first person in it, the way we put it together, the first person in it is my mom. And like that woman is my entire strength. And like, to hear what she said about me and to hear what she said about me and my dad, like, it it gets me from the get-go. And then my cousin, who's a rapper, we put one of his songs as the backing track, and it just fits so well. And it's like, man, it it's it's great stuff. I'm, I'm proud of it. What he's saying is get ready for some feels. Yeah, if it makes you fucking cry and it's your life, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I just go ahead. Uh, if it makes you cry and you know what's coming, I don't, I don't. I, of course, I'm going to watch it. And I hate you're not doing a, a a viewing party for it. I really hate that. I think you should. I'm, I'm thinking about doing something because one of my friends made a good point. She's like, you know, you're not going to want to sit at the house and and be by yourself once you hit that button and let it go. Well, you, She's like, you know everybody that supports you is going to be blowing your phone up after you hit that button and they watch it. So you might as well do something. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't... But I'm telling you, this is why. When you post a picture on social media and somebody likes it right away, you get validation from it. If you don't go around people when you post it to see people actually enjoy it, mm-hmm. you're just going to drive you apeshit. But see the I mean, other the other thing that's gonna drive me shit is the emotional overload that I'm gonna get from it. That would you rather get it in person or would you rather get it through text message? Because you're gonna get it either way. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're honestly gonna get it either way. You're right. You're right. Cause like that was my biggest thing. Was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to handle the emotional overload. There's a there's a person that I'm really close to named Abby. Like she's. She, I call her my kid because me and her have been through a lot. I kind of took her under my wing a little bit when she was young. So she called me when I told her I'm not doing a release party, and she basically was like, what the fuck? She's like, why not? She's like, you know all of us are going to watch it anyway, so why don't you just have us watch it around you? I think, I think you need to do it. Uh, yeah. I told you, I don't, I mean, you can invite 20 people here and do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean. The, I, other, the other thing was I know I'm going to need a drink afterwards. There you go. <laughs> well, then I, we do it somewhere that's not Casey's. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll, I'm considering. Turn, turn your mic a little more down toward your face, big guy. I'm, I'm, there you go. I'm, I'm considering it. 
Uh, I think you should. You need to. But hey, again, you I'm gonna put all this time and effort in it. Look, you done put all this time. You got a musician sitting next to you, and he'll tell you after you put your time and effort into something, and you done put all your heart and aggravation into it, you want to see something out of it. And you don't want to see it just through social media. You want to see it in person. And uh, I'm telling you, it's gonna make you feel a lot better about a lot of shit if you do it. Seeing it, uh, seeing it on people's faces will do a whole lot more for you than seeing it on a text message on your phone. Yep. You're probably right. So there's I'll, no probably to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. I'll I'll do something. I just don't know what. Yet. I'm not telling you to do it for any other reason, but besides for yourself, you deserve it. Right. You you deserve to see the impact that you have on people, and not through just a damn phone. But see, the other the other thing about it is, I know it's not it's not me. So I like because. God's given, God's put me in the position, and God's given yeah, me the but ability. Always remember, to be always remember, so Matthew. Like, it's God's blessing, but you're an extension of God. Uh, true. And you get to receive the reward the same way as long as you push it along and remind everybody, glory be. Right. That you're still audit. You can still get rewards. Right. You can't. It's, it's not like you're. The glory always goes to God, and right. you said it the right way the first time. But you, you get to enjoy it. You know, you, you, he wouldn't put you in that position if he didn't want you to enjoy it. That's right. Right. Good point. Yeah, I got a lot of them. Now that you say that, like, I got to do something. Man. There you go. Whether, see? Whether it's you not, just listen to Unky Josh. I got you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. I, I ain't going to scare you wrong. I got I to gotta figure something out, man, because they're, like, I'm so happy with it. Like, there's things that, nitpicky things that piss me off about it, but, I mean, that stuff... I'm comfortable with. A lot of it probably comes from our, you know, limited perfectionism. Our perfectionism, our <laughs> limited experience with, you know, like putting together a, you know, episodic documentary. Um, yeah. yeah, we're just we're just not. This is our first venture into it, but we've. I feel like we've gotten a lot better at like making up good ideas and putting the, and organizing things in the right way. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And we all. The thing about it is. Not not only the three of us, but Josh. Even Josh, he vibes with us well enough that we feel that easiness to put something together. Like the other night when we called you over to look at that little clip we showed you, yeah. we wanted your input because we know you have a musical ear. And I wish I had thought about it. I would have told Tyler or Lee or somebody to come look at it just to make sure, you know, that musically it added up right. But see... That's what I'm saying about God putting you in position. Like, I'm surrounded by people that can give me the insight that know where I'm trying to go with it. Dude, when you told me the other night after we showed you that clip, you're like, I can't wait to watch this. I'm like, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> I can't. From, I think, from, I think it's going to I think it's gonna be very good. Uh, the first time you came in here, I told you, and I, I don't think it ever rubbed you the wrong way, but I told you as much as you want to – still do the MMA stuff and everything told you I didn't think that that was your route I think it was you helping people right and I think and I think you doing this is your route like I think this is inspirational I think there's somebody out there probably a child like I stated before that is going to get a lot that is in your shoes right that's like you know what just because you know I have a disability 
this guy's kicking ass. I can kick ass. Right. I think that's what you're meant to do, dude. Right. And I, I think a, this is the first step in it. Inspire I, people is yes. what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I want to do is motivate and inspire and also encourage people, you know, to don't let anything stop you. I have a friend that um, I went to school with who has multiple sclerosis, and he's told me on numerous occasions, he's like, dude, you're the reason that I don't let it stop me. And, like, hearing that is, like, my my – that's my greatest thing is like hearing that. But I want to know from Morgan and Josh from the technical side and also being with me, which Morgan can tell you some stories because he's kind of been my assistant as far as going around. Kind of? No, yeah. I am your assistant. Get over it. <laughs> anyway. Or pack I, mule. I kind of want to hear from them on the technical side of putting this thing together how they feel about it. Yeah, because it, it's been an it's been an adventure. It's been a struggle. It's been stressed out. I've been I've been racking my brain for the last two weeks about putting it out, and they know I have. And it it got to a point where I was like, man, at this point, this show is gonna be two episodes and done because I'm so tired. But anyway, I want to hear from them how they feel about everything. Okay. Um, I remember the first day we were editing, um, we, uh, I could see, you know, a different side of Matt. Uh, he was a little withdrawn. He was a little, you know, kind of in his feelings about, you know, what footage we had shot and what we had put, what we were going to put in episode one. <laughs> I think it was more of the, like. Hold on, hold on. What he means by that, it was like every other clip I was like, I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. No, and this is before we actually started editing. This is like we were getting coffee. And you were like, this isn't going to work out. This is going to be dumb. I don't think this is going to be, this isn't going to fly at all. See, I forgot about all that. But anyway, continue. Yeah. I just remember it's like, I was like, in the back of my head, it's, like, it's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be that bad. And then we got to the to, to Morgan's. Uh, we set the computer up. We uh, started getting all the footage together. And then, you know, Matt was still, you know, in his feelings. This isn't, uh, this isn't, this is all, all, all going to be bad. I don't like any of this. Um, and then start show, we started looking, taking a closer look at it and looking at different pieces of it. And it's like, okay, this is good. This is good here. This works like this. This works like this. And we all kind of felt, start feeling, you know, a lot better now that we were kind of figuring out what kind of vibe we wanted and what kind of story we wanted to tell. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just grew from there from, um, just, you know, trying new ideas out and, um, just learning as we, as we went and, um. Yeah, we, we we ended up in having some good, having having a good time editing editing the show. Yeah, Morgan. Well, I, I mean, it, it's definitely been an adventure. That's for sure. Which I told you it was gonna be when I told you I would pay you to do what we do. So yeah, <laughs> I don't get paid enough. But that's beside the point, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Yes, we getting there. Well, I'm broke as yeah, shit right now. Come yeah, on. I'll, I'll tell you this from the technical aspect. Of it. I want y'all to just remember something. If you have any, if it's not up to what you want it to be when it comes out, uh, I mean this from bottom of my heart. If you go back and listen to about the first 10 episodes of this podcast. Which I have. They're not the best quality. It's a learning process. Mm -hmm. So even if, even if it's rough, still be proud of yourself. Oh, man. Still be proud of yourself mm -hmm. and realize that it is a learning curve. And you always have the option to go back, see what you did wrong, fix it, and then put it out in a better version. Mm -hmm. So don't, I, you keep asking about the technical aspect of it. And I just feel like, 
Unky Josh needs to tell you that, that I fucked up when I first started this. It was not how I wanted it to be. It sounded like shit. Now, I am very anal about watching the, the soundboard and everything and making sure it's the way it needs to be. I didn't know that to start off with. So there's going to be some things that maybe people critique you on or say something to. But best thing you can do is pretty much remember to yourself that you're not a professional uh, cinematographer and you're learning, but know you can improve it. Right, right. And that's the thing is like people people have told me, you know, and I I actually saw a meme about it because I have a friend that owns her own uh, beauty shop. And she's like, and she posted a meme that said something like, the first podcast you do is going to be horrible. The first video you ever make is going to be horrible. The first whatever it is you're doing is going to be horrible, but you got you got to push through it and get better at it. Tyler, I'm sure the first song you recorded it was crap. Was crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Yeah, so. Far, and and to put it in context, T, first song Eric Church, Luke Combs, whoever did. So all of our friends, the first version of what you do is never what you want it to be. Your dreams are fucking up here and the quality's down here. Right. It, it never matches up. Right. But it's not about always the quality. It's about the message. That's right. right. And, and see, as long as you've got the message out there, yeah. just understand it can always get better. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm so proud of episode one because, man, there was nights where I was stressed out and they didn't see it. But they could tell when we left editing that I was like, you know what, I'm I I'm gonna put the rest. I'm gonna put this episode out, and that's gonna be it. And then when I got back into my house, in my own closed doors, I was like, man, this like, I'm done. Screw it. This ain't gonna work. Blah blah blah. But we pushed through, and we finally got what we wanted out of it. I was oh, yeah. like, oh man. Yeah, I remember your uh, reaction to like once we finally figured out. Okay, we need this track here we need this here boom we this is this looks like this is a good conceptual like first semi final draft and it was like the light the lights came on the angels sang and this is like okay this is what we have this is what yeah, we have yeah. that we that we're gonna put out morgan how about you you know tell about how you got involved and you know how it how it's been for you because i know it's been you know it's been a struggle with that I know dealing with me is not the easiest for the most part, but I think that's a fair trade-off between us both. I guess. Well, I mean, compared to some of my family members, you're a saint. Let's be honest there. <laughs> but uh, it, really, it really ain't that bad dealing with you on a day-to-day basis. Does it get annoying? Yeah. You're probably one of my few friends I can honestly be around three, four times a week, and you don't really get on my last nerve, but maybe once a month. Then I vent to Brittany, and she gets really upset. And then she's like, why do you keep hanging around Matt? And I'm like, because I got to help him. I feel, I feel bad for him some days. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. It's not, I don't think it's that you really feel bad for me. I think you understand where I'm going and what I'm trying to do. And I think you want to, you know, you want to be a part of that because you feel like it's the right way to go. I mean, at first it definitely was. I felt bad for you seeing what you want to accomplish and seeing that you want to be this adaptive MMA athlete that kind of like with us going to Rush, like what Bubby said, you know, they put you guys on really as the sideshow for main events. And I just, I don't get it because you guys have to work twice as hard as everybody else to get to the same level as these people that you're watching every day. And it, just, it kind of annoys me. Yeah. But then I see you. I actually agree with him on that. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, that's 
all honesty, that's why I told you I wanted you to inspire people and not worry about it. Because the last thing I want anybody to do is using you to sell tickets or anything like that. See, I when get it. When it's I not get, took, remember when you told me that there's not that many people that do the combative uh, MMA? Right. Yeah, see, I, I would be, unless there's an actual league like we had talked about before, right. mm-hmm. that actually that's just what they solely support. Then the word he used, like sideshow, I don't think everybody would do that, but I think some people would. Right. And it, 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 I would be the person that if I ever thought it was, I'd probably have to knock the fuck out of somebody. Right. Like, right. Uh, <laughs> and see, I've been I've been told it's a sideshow before. Yeah. And it's like, well then, and like I've told you before, I've been like, well then, motherfucker, get in there with me and let me choke you to there sleep you and see how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I told you, love like, him. I told like, you he's a badass. Yeah, step, boy. Step three if I, you want as to. I fucking love it. <laughs> I've watched him say that to people in an in an MMA gym because man, you do when you like when you go to a gym with him, you really do. You see him working twice as hard as well, even like me because I train with him. You see him working twice as hard as an able-bodied person to get to the same place that anybody who's able-bodied can. And you see the determination that he puts into it to get where he wants to be. Whether it's to inspire people through doing stuff like this, doing our show, or even just getting out there and actually competing. Even if you're competing against able-bodied people like you have to at times. You put in most, you put in twice the work everybody else does. And at the end of the day, we need to show that to people because there are people out there like him that want to do this. And feel the way he's probably felt at times with being told, hey, it's a sideshow. But it's not. Yeah. These or, guys work. Or people I, know, that, I don't think it is. I didn't mean it that way. I just think as promoters. Oh, God, yeah. That's yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think it's a sideshow whatsoever. I think that some people might treat you that way. Oh, yeah. And I've, that's what I don't like. Right. Yeah, I've... There's been times where I've felt that, and there's been times where I, you know, felt like I was a star. Like, the last time I told you about the uh, South Georgia Fighting Show, those guys didn't treat us like a side show. I think, I'm pretty sure we went on right before the main event, and, like, the reaction to that. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all were the fight right before the main event. That, like... That reaction showed me we were doing the right thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think think you are. I, I always think you are. I just you can't always go off of other people's judgments right, right. on shit and everything. Right. But I think that with the documentary coming out and the other stuff you got going on, I think you have fell into your role that mm-hmm. you're gonna play to help a whole lot of people and inspire a whole lot of people. But that's that's what I want. That's that's you're doing you're doing a hell of a job so yeah. far, Matthew. The 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 crazy thing about it is, man, I have like, I've never looked at myself as the, the one that's, like, felt like I've, you know, waited for a handout and stuff. That's pretty much how the show came about. It was like, you know what? Somebody's got to tell the story. And I'm like, fuck it. If that's me, then I'll put the, I'll put the whole adaptive community on my back and do it. Because, I mean, the only, the only way it's going to happen for us, for adaptive athletes, is if somebody puts it out there and yes there are people out there that are posting it on social media and doing and i know a couple of them there's one his name is brian freeman he's a um he was a former marine he got uh paralyzed while he was in while he was in the service i look at that dude as my jujitsu big brother i've grappled him twice he's a beast he scares me half to death like great person great human being but grappling against him 
Fuck, I hate it. Because he, he is a scary person. Because I'm pretty sure wasn't that the guy that you had your last match against in Valdosta? You know, right? you know what they yeah. say about a, a a marine that's half or an amputee, right? Right. They equal a whole civilian. Right. Because <laughs> that he definitely does. The first time I faced him, I had to ask him afterwards. I was like, dude, what the fuck did you do to me? Because like he put me in a submission that that is basic, right? And I know what it is. I've been in it several times. So, like, I'm trying to move out of it, and I try to move my head, but he had his fingers so freaking tight that I couldn't get out, so I had to tap. And after it was over, I was like, bro, what did you do? And he's like, bro, I just got you with a 10-finger. He's like, I kept my fingers like this. And I'm like, bro, it felt like you had your whole hand around my neck, both hands. He was like, yeah, man, it's just that's just how it is. I'm like. Dude, I and so like now if I need advice, I will message him and be like, "Yo, how do I do this? Like, help me get through this." And like he's been he's been such an inspiration and a and a help to me. And I want to get him on a future episode because I don't want this to be all even though it is about me, I don't want it to be all about me. Like I want to get as many adaptive athletes on the show as I can. And show me working with him and stuff. Like, I have videos of me and him working together. And it's like, like I said, I, I look at him like a jujitsu big brother. So it's like, man, anytime I need advice, that dude, like, he'll he'll be like, yeah, man, I got you. No problem. And he'll send me videos. He'll talk to me. Like, the whole adaptive league thing, he put me in touch with somebody else that's kind of trying to do the same thing. So we're kind of working on ideas and stuff like that. So... It's not just me. There's plenty of people out there that are trying to make this happen, but somebody's got to be the main, you know, spokesperson. And I'm like, because a lot of the people that were, I know a couple of them, I won't name names, but they just kind of, they're still training, but they dropped off the face of the earth pretty much as far as promoting adaptive combat sports and stuff. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll pick it up. I'll do it. I feel like that's a good progression for the show as well. You start with yourself, you show your struggle, and then you branch out with other people and show their side of, of the story and show that you all are trying to do this together. Bro, if I could ever, if I could ever, like, go train with Ryan for, like, a week and film that, I think we're off to the races. I'm sure right? he'd let you. No, he's told me several times. It's just a matter of getting the timing and the funding right. To be where's he at? Where's he at? North Carolina. It's just a matter of getting the timing and the funding right to make sure I can get up there. How much money do you reckon you need to go do that for like a week? Um, I'm not even sure, bro. Probably probably about 300 if not less. That's it? Probably, because if, you know, if I drive, it won't cost that much. You know? Set. Go ahead and set up a time next month and let me know. All right. Can do. I don't and know. I'm, what... We're going to give you more than $300. You're, I, not, you're not going to North Carolina for a week on fucking three hundred dollars. I don't. I don't. You're, you must be way tighter than me. Like, I was <laughs> first, yeah. first thing that came in his mouth was three. I was like, I know this motherfucker ain't say three thousand dollars a week. <laughs> That's what I gamble. <laughs> I was like, no, I was Bro, expecting three hundred dollars. Don't worry, don't worry. Matt's not going to eat. He's just going to absorb sunlight. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what. Man, damn. Bro. <laughs> That's mad for see, him when he goes off. Because, see, me and Brian have talked about it. So, he's like, dude, you can stay at my house. He's like, I got mats at the house. We can just train. So, it's like, that's why I say I don't need that much. But at the same time, I don't want to have to ask anybody or, you know, you know, ask 
anybody or, you know, try to say, give me money to do this because I feel like it's my, you know, it's my, it's my job. It's what I want to do. So it should be my responsibility. To yeah, but done. dude, so. well, you got, well, I'll tell you one thing. Cause I had to, I had to be convinced of this when you're doing something like you're doing, it is for, it's for the whole. Like, you can't think of it as me. You got to think of it as we. You, you, you're doing something that is going to help a lot of people. So, therefore, because my ass ain't going to North Carolina, I want to see you succeed, and I know you're going to help people. You say stuff like that because they know that the message that you're giving is a positive fucking message that's going to pretty much pay it forward. I mean, it's kind of a played out term, but pay it forward. So, you don't if you're doing something that's good, don't be scared to either profit from it or to succeed because of it. I help veterans all the time. Right. We're helping one right now. Right, keep and see, house. I donated to that. Yeah, because, thank you. Thank you very because, much. That's um, another reason why I don't mind giving you money because, uh, or actually setting it up to give you money. Um, but the thing is, dude, is like we're all supposed to help one another. Right, right. Regardless what it you, – you don't know this about me, but I, I was kind of a prick growing up, like especially – I don't know. I had a lot of anger issues, so I was kind of a, a prick to other people when I was in middle school, not understandable. So much high school or whatever. I, I've been that too, so yeah. understandable. So, like now, it's kind of like my way of coming full circle, realizing that it was mm-hmm. me that was the fucking asshole. Like, kind of, I was bullied a lot younger. I got bigger than everybody else, mm-hmm. and you couldn't talk shit to me because if you did, I'd fucking slam you back in high school. Right. And right. now, you know, I'm seeing that there was a couple times that I was completely wrong, and there's right. people I was ugly to. So, somebody like you being around, uh, and other people that I can actually help. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way. It's just money. Right. You can't fucking take it with you. That's right. I'd rather, Mm -hmm. I'd rather put that money that more than likely my stupid ass is going to blow on something stupid anyway and help you do something. See, I feel the exact same, like the exact same way. You can ask Josh, when I made the, when I made these bands, which, by the way, buy the buy a band, support the show. But um, when I, you got to tell them every time you plug something out, you got to tell them where to buy. Right, right. You can hit me, hit up my Venmo, my PayPal, my Cash App. I'll give you all that info later. But uh, when I made the bands and found out how much it was gonna cost me to make the bands, I go, "Ooh, this is gonna hurt." And Josh goes, "Bro, you just got your stimulus check. Why are you gonna hurt? Why is it hurt?" And I go, "Cause I'm cheap, motherfucker. That's why." <laughs> he is like, cheap. Like I, feel I, that. I <laughs> shit. I, I like. We should have just bought Canadian mist. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had to spring for the buffalo trace. <laughs> spring for the buffalo trace. So, like for me, especially, you know, I'm like I'm trying to build this up. So, like. Any chance I can to build it up, which is why I made the bands, is like, I'm like, I'm trying to hold on to that as much as I can, so so I can give it back, not so I can go blow it, but so I can put it back into what we're doing. That's good. And so, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And so, like, yeah, I feel, and the the whole, like you said, with with um, spending the money, like, I still feel bad, no matter how much you know. It's gonna help or whatever. I still feel bad. These like, I had a buddy, uh, sponsor me for one of the tournament. The tournament I did back in December. He sponsored me for it, and I almost cried because I was like, "Dude, you didn't have to do that. Like, I didn't want you to do that. 
Like, he's not. He's And he literally said to me, he goes, bro. Because I told him, I was like, I'm more trying to build the show up because I was, I was kind of hurt. So I was, like, trying to figure out training while hurt and all that. And I was like, I want to compete, so I need to figure it out. And he's like, but I didn't have the funds to pay for tournaments and stuff because tournaments are expensive. You realize every day there is some mom out there who's got a pocket full of money, but she's calling businesses in her community to help raise money for her kids' baseball, softball team. Right. And they can pay for the shit. Right. You are in a situation where you're helping other people. And the message you're putting out is helping folks left and right, probably. Uh, don't don't be ashamed of that shit. Right. As it's, long as you're honest about what you're spending it on. Right, right. I say it all the time when somebody buys something off my website or I'm doing lives or whatever. I'm like, hey, go buy a t-shirt right now. It's contributing to my uh, my alcohol and my <laughs> light bill. Right, right. That's, that's what it's going. There's not a good cause. Right. It's me Just getting fucked hookers. up. That's all we say. No right. hookers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Or cocaine. <laughs> right. Did you just say cocaine? No, I did. Yes, he did. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's well, a thank you all for tuning in. To <laughs> <laughs> it's an, it's we, an uh, inside we joke. Did, we didn't know Matthew had some blow. <laughs> no. We'll, no. Be, we'll be right back we'll be right after right this back word back from our sponsor. Commercial break. <laughs> it's, an inside, it's an inside joke between me and Morgan. I'm sure it is Noriega. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so. Yeah. <laughs> But so yeah, my buddy decides he's gonna sponsor me, and what he said, and I wrote it on. I have a motivational board at my house, and I wrote it on my motivational board because it inspired me so much. He said, um, he was like, dude, because I told him I'm like I'm focused on making this a brand, and a and a you know and a product so that I can pay for tournaments and stuff. And he literally goes, bro. He said, I got you on the tournament because I don't want to see you focus on it becoming a brand and a profit. He said, he said, keep being you, keep training hard, you know, keep putting in the work and all the other shit will come. So I wrote that shit on my motivational board and it inspires me every day, man. Like, so you're, you're right. I need to like just swallow the pride thing and, and you know, if I need the help to ask for the help. But at the same time, I feel like, you know. Yeah, but all this stuff really helps build your story and helps, you know, show what you're trying to reach for. Right, right. Because, see, the way, I'm look- the way I'm looking at it is we're going to start off small, probably get a couple spots on some shows, and then build it into our own league. Like I've been telling you all from the beginning. Like I've told both of you, this is what I want to do. And we got really good advice from one of our coaches, mm-hmm. which you know. Which at least now he's trying to help out too, and that he's trying to start a league here in Georgia. Right. Well, not a league for you, but he's trying to start another fight promotion. Well, it's not really his league, but all of his guys are on it. Which April seventeenth, the guys from Rush MMA are competing in making. Those are my teammates. A lot of them are my good friends. Y'all go check them out, support them. They're all badasses. They're gonna do some work this that weekend. I'm so excited for them. So good luck to y'all at Rush. Q, Chase, Davis, y'all go do work. But, yeah, um, so. Matter of fact, that's next Saturday, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got, you know, things I want to do. So, you're right. I need to, you know, swallow the pride, ask for help, build the show up. So. Well, honestly, I don't even think you got to ask for help. I think you put it out there every once in a while, and you're going to inspire so many people. They're going to come to you and want to be part of what you're doing. 
Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, I know that when I put something out on social media trying to help somebody else or hell, even if it's just for me, you know, people, they if they like you, they support you. Mm-hmm. If they don't like you, they're never going to fucking support you. But you'd be surprised. you got people out there that will do anything for you because pretty much you're their voice. Right. And you're going to get to be mm-hmm. the voice for a whole lot of people that don't have a fucking voice. Right. And I, I, I don't think there's a problem with getting a little bit of help and everything on it. Right. You're right. You're right. I need to... It, <sighs> It's the, it's the, it's a, I don't know if it's a military thing or if it's just a pride thing with me. Cause you know, like I've told you before. You know what the seven, seven deadly sins are? Yep. Pride's one of them. Yep. yep. Pride. pride is one Swallow of them. Swallow that shit. Pride yeah. is a fucking trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swallow that shit. And I'm telling you, once you get it out your head, everybody asks for help on something. Well, and the bigger, what well, the, the bigger difference you're trying to make, probably the more help you're going to need. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're right. that's why I told you before when y'all came in here. Yeah, I, I don't even remember how it started. I don't even think y'all actually asked me to use my stuff. I think no. y'all was just around. We were, and I, and I offered it because I knew. I think I heard the comment that you said about the free software when when you first when y'all first came here. Yeah, around yeah. the first episode that we did with did with you. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, uh, uh, you, you can't. You got, <laughs> I pay for shit that I don't use, and it's just because the package deal. Otherwise, I wouldn't have it. It's just, right. it's there. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, and that's how I feel like a lot of people are going to see this. Is you know what? I, I promise you, I would rather. And my daughter don't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. I didn't sponsor her softball team. <laughs> I didn't sponsor my daughter's. Oh, softball you better team. hope she don't hear that. You're gonna be in trouble. I, I don't, and because uh, I don't want to really support Cock and Rake Department sometimes because. There's some dumbasses out there. But in a heartbeat, when you said something about, you know, you going, wanting to go up there, and you telling me what it was for, even if it don't come directly out of my pocket, out of mine. We quit sponsoring the wrestling thing. Um, I didn't get out of it what I wanted to. Right. So I didn't give a shit about it. Right. Uh, But I had expectations for something to come in return with that. Right. Uh, I don't have any expectations for this besides for y'all doing something good with it. Right. So I mean I don't just don't don't be scared to do that. Put you put out a positive message and I'm yeah. telling you people are gonna come to you. You didn't right. even just ask me for that and I I was like fuck it. Right. It's better than me buying uh you know ten cases of a beer that month. Right. <laughs> but what if you really need the beer? I don't. <laughs> I promise you if uh well, if there's just anything a, I can cut back on. It's, it's probably that. It depends on what day you catch him on. <laughs> Right, if you'd right. have caught me yesterday in the fucking mood I was in. Yeah, I saw your post and I was like, I maybe was, I should go I was, hang out with Josh for a little bit. I, I would have told you no. I would have told, <laughs> told everybody no. I wanted to be either shit-faced, drunk, in a quiet room listening to the radio, or I wanted to be with Gracie. Right. That was it. I, there was no in-between. I didn't want to be around a shit ton of people. I just I got in a funk, and I was irritated. I was, I was irritated at my own damn self, and I don't know why. It was one of them things where I couldn't do nothing right, and I'm sitting there kicking my ass for being a moron. 
and uh, and everything. Yeah, you're good. You're good. This is your show. You fuck it up, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> I turned my phone no. back on because I was gonna message Brian and see about coming up there. But. Cool. Yeah, I will. Yeah, set it up for like uh, towards like the, put it on vibrate. Though. Let's not keep doing it. I'm I'm turning it off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, talking about getting funk, I will say this, and I feel like all of us as being like creative artists to to a certain extent, artistically creative. People that are creative get that way, and you don't always oh. know why. You don't need a reason, and a lot of people don't know how to talk about it. And that's what he and I, Josh and I, have had a lot of conversations about that because he, you can tell him, I've been here for the last two and a half weeks, and there's been some days where I'm just, I, I ain't all there, you know, and I don't, I can't tell you why. Something, it might not even be anything that happened, but I, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know really what to do with that. It's like they don't know what to do with their hands when they get that way. Yeah, I'm know? the, I'm the exact same way, and that's kind of where I am right now because. Recently, I just found out I have three herniated discs in my neck and muscle spasms and some scoliosis. So it's like, all right, <laughs> me being me, I want to keep training. But how the fuck do I do that without breaking my neck? Yeah, you got it. I'm telling you. <laughs> so. You, you're tougher than I am. And I, <laughs> and I mean this. You are probably going to have to pick at some point in time. A doctor or somebody's going to tell you. That you wanna you wanna be as healthy as possible, or you wanna keep doing what you're doing. Yep. That's what happens to athletes when they get older or they get hurt at some point in time. The best athletes in this fucking world have decided, I don't want to be in pain the rest of my life. Yeah, I, I get it. I I, I get it. Yeah. But you will be able to do so much more off the mat than you do on the mat. So it's not like you're over with when you quit. I want you to remain healthy. Right, and see that's my right. thing. That's why I've kind of. I've kind of been thinking in my head, how long do I want to keep doing this for? Because I, let's face it, I'm not getting to the UFC. Like, I'm not doing that. It's like, my biggest thing is all about the opportunity. Like, all I want is the opportunity. And all I want is for more adaptives to get the opportunity. Like, screw where. I don't care where. I don't care if it's just around the South. Like, just give us the opportunity to showcase what we can do. And I've... Last time I was on, I told you I gave myself five years, right? I'm 31 now. So the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, stop when you're 40, dude. No matter what happens, stop when you're 40. Or maybe even 35. I'm kind of getting to that point where it's like, you got to stop at some point. But I want, I want to compete more than, more than a few more times because I love to compete. But not only that, I want to make sure that somebody else is going to pick this up when I'm done and we don't have to wait around for that. Because I don't want to have to be the one to find that person. I want that person to already be there and I can say, here, take it. I'm out. I, and when I'm out, I'm out. I don't have to do anything else. See, I think we, we all like wrestling in here. I know y'all do. I don't know if Tyler does. Uh Think about the, all the managers that have like Paul uh, Paul Bearer, yeah, uh, and all these other guys, Jimmy Hart, Paul uh, Heyman, Paul Heyman. But they were just as big as the fucking person they're doing. Right. If right. you can't do it, that don't mean you can't be involved. Right. Right. Like, and see, you, that's kind of where I want to go. Yeah. yeah. So I, th I think that's what you should do. And that's that's where I'm headed. Yeah. But I, I want to help get it there first. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see you doing that. You know. Oh yeah. You definitely have the passion for it. You definitely have the the you, you have all the knowledge in your head. It's just a matter of like deciding to you know, so yeah, step forward and do and try it out. I probably told you this on the first episode. 
I think you're sitting on a gold mine with something and you're not doing it. And I think this is your way with the video, the documentary coming out to do it, mm-hmm. is if you don't get into inspirational speaking I want and to. going around doing that, you are missing your calling. I, I want to, but the thing about it is I'm definitely terrified of public speaking, <laughs> which is part of the reason why I didn't want to do a release party because yeah. I knew I was going to have to stand I, in front I'm of I'm telling you, there is – just. You're talking to 10,000 people right now. Like right now, there's 10,000 people listening right now. The right. only difference is, is they're all behind the wheel of their car or got their earbuds in at the gym or whatever. Right. And the other people are in front of you. Right. All you got to do is be comfortable. Right. There's nothing different about it. People want to think differently because somebody's right in front of you speaking. Right. I, I've got to speak at that governor's thing on Tuesday. Right. And I, he said earlier, he's like, are you taking keynotes? Nope. Nope. I got 15 minutes to get and run my damn mouth. I don't know what I'm going to say. Right. But it's going to come from the heart because it's about politics and things that I want to see changed and how I actually feel. If you get up there and you are talking about your life and you are just as passionate about it as you are in here, you hit a home run every time you open your mouth. There's not a dry eye in the house, and there's some people that are in that audience that you inspire every single time right and see that's what i was thinking about the release party but at the, same, at the same time it was like am i ready for that and i was like i don't think i am so mm-hmm. let's let's not do it and let's see let's see what generates after the first episode comes out and then go from there i think you're wrong i would i would say go ahead and kick it in the butt mm-hmm. i think anytime you what we were talking about earlier anytime you put your heart and soul into something um, people are going to appreciate it no matter what, but they're going to appreciate it that much more if you come charging out of the gate over it because that's because I can tell how how hell bent you are over this and how strongly you feel about it, and so the video is good and it's going to be great and I'm looking forward to seeing it, but at the same time it's only part of it. The other part is you being that face and it, it's 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 different. Um, it's different being in front of people when you're not used to it. But at the same time, like Josh said, all you have to be is real. All you have to be is yourself. Right, you know? right. and, I, and I'll tell you, there's another thing. If you don't come out and you ain't fired up and passionate about it, ain't nobody going to be fired up and passionate That's about right. it. Right, right. You got, to, you got to believe your message so much that everybody there believes your message. Right. Yeah, that's where the pride is going to have to come out. Not yeah. in like asking for help or asking people to support your shit, but getting people to like see like, okay, this is my this is mine and I'm proud of it and I'm I want to share it with everybody. That's that's what one of our friends said, one of our close friends when she was talking about me doing the release party. She's like, "Dude, this is your baby. Why would you not want people to be around you to see to see what happens?" You're going to get up there and you're going to talk and you're scared about saying something stupid or not saying the right fucking thing, going to tell you, you get up there, you be passionate. You're going to say everything right, and you're going to get a fucking... If there's five people there, you're going to get a round of applause from five people. If there's 20, 30, 40 people there, you're going to get a round of applause from every one of them. They're supporting you. Right, right. And I promise you, you can't say fucking nothing wrong. Right. So, I guess I got to do something now. (laughs) you, You... it would be in your best interest to. Right. If right. you don't, you're missing your opportunity to push your message. When I do a concert, even though I'm not the singer and it's my concert, I get up there and I introduce everybody. Right. I get up there and say, hey, thanks for coming out, being a part of this. We very much appreciate it, all this shit. Right. I mean, 
it ain't always comfortable because yeah, some people don't know who the hell I am at these concerts. They're coming to see the singer. Right, right. But you have to do it. It's your baby. Those right. events are my baby. This documentary is yours, dude. Right. You, you got to be in front of it. Right. It's like it's like a garden. You've always got to be cultivating, planting, trimming, spraying, doing something. It's, there's always something else you can do. And the more, I feel like the more you'll push it, the more you push yourself, the better off. And the more happy with everything you'll be. About an hour before you decide to do something like that, you like, you know, take some time at the gym or like to punch a punching bag or something like that. Yeah. Wear yourself yeah. out for you get out there. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And see, me and Morgan have talked several times about that same thing because I've told him because every every time we train, we drive an hour and an hour up there and an hour back because we train in Macon. So we'll talk about it on the way up there, and he's like, "Dude, you you gotta be in front of it." He's like, "It's your thing." He's like, "We need to we need to get you to where you can do this, this, and this, and be comfortable enough with it." To, to make it something we do on the regular. Yeah, if you don't, I'm telling you, even if you don't get the feedback you want the first time, like I told you, I didn't get the feedback I wanted the first time on First Coke Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then it, it went up, but I stayed in front of it. I right. kept saying, hey, look, I fucked up. It wasn't the quality I wanted. It's a learning process. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And that's the same thing you got to do. You got to remind people that when it comes out, this is just the start. Right, right. The hold tight might be a bumpy road, but we have a dream here. Right. But we've got we've got a process that we're going to. Hell, even what was the seventy sixers a couple years ago? That was the trust the pro, uh, process thing. Yeah. Where they like, traded yeah. all their fucking draft picks and all their best players, and the city of Philadelphia was pissed. Yeah. It was and the like general two manager, years ago. general manager came out and said, "Look, trust the process." Right. And they ended up in the playoffs. Right. Right. Yeah. A couple years later. Yep, you're right. You're right. Which means I'm glad we're doing this because not only are we talking about the first episode, which drops. April 16th, next Friday at 7 on YouTube. Please check it out. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to I'm gonna talk about the links and all that by the end of this. But, yeah, April 16th, please check it out. But that's, that's one of the things that I've started to realize slowly and surely. It's not – we live in a world of instant gratification right now, and it's like people forget that everything is a process – and I've forgotten that from time to time, and I've told Josh and both Morgan that, you know, I don't know how much longer, how long I can wait, but I know what that process is because I've been living it my whole life. Morgan, tell them about, like, you know, how many conversations we've had about the same thing going back and forth to making and just even riding around town and stuff, you know? I mean, God, man, we've... We've probably had the exact same conversation or similar variations in the exact same conversations at least two or three times a week for the past, what, two years? Because we've been going to the gym since late 2019. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's the same thing every time. It's always, it's always, man, I want to get here. Well, how do we get there? Well, we have to build the brand. Well, how do we build the brand? Well, the show, okay. And like he was saying, you're not going to, you don't want to get out and, you know, you got to be out in front of it. Yep. And it's like I've told you before, you know, you don't, I get you're not good at public speaking. I'm not either. I don't like being in front of people. It's not my thing. 
but you've kicked the hornet's nest by saying, okay, here's the day, here's the day we're releasing episode one. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. get out in front of it, do what you got to do, and even if you mess up saying something in front of everybody, you know what? Most of us are your friends that are going to be there. We ain't going to care. Right, right. And the people that are going to see it, if you get out in front of it, that's going to make the people behind the scenes, like Josh, like me, and all of us, push it harder to people that we know that you don't to get it farther out there because we see that you're passionate about it. And your passion about it is what's kept me here for, you know, what, two and a half years now? Yeah. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's your passion seeing where you want to be and seeing where we want this to be This kept us here and kept us going. Yeah. And see, here's the, here's the thing about me. Like, I'm so driven that I know that there's always more. Like, even with the promotion of the first episode coming out next week, I've been posting things and, you know, promoting it every day this week. And I feel like, dude, I'm not doing enough. I can do more. I can do more. And it feels like I'm not even there. So, like, that's another thing with me is, like, am I ever going to find enough is enough? Probably not. So that's why I keep pushing. But at the same time, it's like, do I quit? Because it's not getting the, the push that I want it to get, you know? Uh, I'm going to tell harder. you, you got a guy. You got two in here. Tyler... Is uh, we just had this conversation about in our 30s. Look, he's a hell of a songwriter and musician. Mm-hmm. He's been in a couple bands, probably doing a solo thing now. And I started off bearded bastard. Right. It's a process. It's not. You, we, this world we live in with social media, like you said, instant gratification. You're trying to build something. There is no instant gratification. There is none. The only instant gratification you're going to get is being around people that support you and tell you to fucking keep moving and keep going forward. Even if, like, there's stuff I used to post, it might not get but 10 likes, and I'd freak the fuck out. I quit looking at what, how many likes I get. I quit looking at anybody commenting on it. I've almost turned my notifications off on, on everything. It's... It's because I really, in a polite way, don't give a shit if you like it or not. I'm putting me out there. That's my brand. What you're putting out there is you. So if you don't get but you know a couple of views on it, don't give a shit. Do you believe in what you're doing? Yes, sir. And that's fucking oh, all you need, dude. They believe in you. They put their time and effort. You know, I believe in you. I let you come to the fucking studio and do your shit here. Right. I don't. I'm saying there's people that believe in you. That's your support system. Well. I'll take it a step further as to say, and there and there's there will be people who there's such a thing as like a negative critique, and then there's such a thing as constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And you'll always right. have people who can offer constructive criticism, and when that's the case, that's fine. But anybody you're talking about, you know, not being not wanting to be in front of people and, and scared of saying something wrong or doing something, whatever. Anybody who's going to critique you from a negative standpoint is probably just jealous because they don't have enough going on in their own life. Right. They're, Absolutely, they're I've just had that looking for recently, yeah. So. They're just looking for something. Yeah, yeah. They just want to pick it, pick at something, and just you know let it bleed out. But the people that are going to give you some constructive criticism, they want to see it be better. Sure. And they want to be a part of it. And they want to see you get to where you're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. Right. That kind of reminds me of when we first started editing. Like, y'all remember how bad I freaked out about the first cut we made? About, like, the first, not even the first whole cut, the first scene, how I was freaking about, freaking out about how 
I hate how that looks. I look freaking stupid. Like I hate it. Like yep. We we, we don't. That. I was like, we need to erase this. We need to go back and do it all over again. Burn it all to the ground. Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, then at least we had a chance to do that when the computer and the so- and the free software oh, we reason decided oh, yeah. to be crazy and oh, yeah. literally delete the entirety of the first. Episode. At least half. Oh, at least half. I forgot was, about oh, that. Oh, half of it was deleted. Yeah. Dude, I lost my entire <laughs> shit. You really because did because. The software we had, again, it was free. It was crap. It decided to delete half the episode that we had created. And we had gotten so far that we were so proud of it. When it deleted it, I lost my shit. I was like, bro, what do we do? It was like putting back 500 pieces in a 1,000-piece puzzle. Yes. That sucks. And yeah. it, at least sucked. we learn. Hey, at least we learned things from that. In like yes, the yes. fact of not it, recording forty-minute clips for our show, recording ooh. them. In, yeah. That that was one. That's one of the things that really has taken us the mm. longest with the first episode. Was like he said, because Josh works, I work. Neither of us are completely free to be around him all the time. He was having to set the camera up and record whole workouts. So you're looking at 20, 40 minute clips that we're going to pull. At most, a minute of footage out of mm-hmm. that we're having to watch full 40-minute clips to pull out. Yeah. Right. But at least now we figured out, you know, we don't have to record every single week, and we're sed- scheduling that stuff for later right, episodes right. Yeah. where we're taking Josh with us to the gym and making, you know, getting five, ten-minute clips at a time that we're able to watch. Go, oh, well, we want this, we want this, we don't want this, instead of 40 minutes yeah. worth of... That's just, why I'm so proud of episode two and what we've got for episode three, because it looks so much cleaner and so much so much more direct. And remember that. That's something right there, dude. That's another reason why you need to do where you talk about it before it's released. Okay? For that simple reason, that you know that the next two are better than the first one, you tell people that. That keeps them interested in it. If they don't like it or the quality or whatever, people probably didn't like the quality of my first episode. It right. was shit. Right. It's, it's, people still listened. I they remember I me. did. Yeah. So, yeah. It was shit. And I didn't want to delete it because I was like, I was proud of what the content was, but it was yeah. shit quality. Right. And mm-hmm. same thing, dude. You, you have to cover all these bases. When you are the face of a brand, and that is what you are, you are the face of this brand. Right. You have to be ahead of every critique and be like, hey, look, I know some shit's about to happen. Like, mm-hmm. I know you might like this one, but hey, we figured out what we did wrong. It's the learning process. Next two, way better. Right. right and the right. ones after that are going to be even better because we're learning as we go. Yeah, right. we'll already have a plan for it. it. Yeah. You, you realize if this goes good for you with all the shit that you see on Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and all this stuff. There are people that are looking for great stories to be told. Mm-hmm. That is this thing that you need to realize. It's just like when a songwriter puts out a demo. A person who does a demo who wants to sell it to a big artist or to a publishing company, they don't put thousands and thousands of dollars into a fucking demo. They're rough with it, and then someone buys it. Right. If you're successful in this, someone will buy your story and... They'll make it a hundred times better than what y'all could. And I don't mean that in disrespectful way to y'all, y'all, but it's the quality of equipment that they have right. and the yeah. knowledge the, the of resources, what they have. The and the resources. resources right, right. And we're not professionals. Exactly. We're all that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Just sitting yeah, here, exactly. sitting right. back, trying to figure out what we're doing. So you, you no. doing what you're doing is fine. It's, well, and the beauty of that, too, is so on the flip side of, of, like I said, creating things, 
just like songwriting. I had a guy who uh, who'd worked with some people out of Muscle Shoals, and he actually sent me the original work tape from the day that the song um, "Modern Day Bonnie and Clyde" was written mm-hmm. by the guy who wrote it. He sent it to me as a wave file, and he's like, "Check this out. This is the kind of people I want to hook you up with." And uh, and I love Travis Tritt. I love his music. It's 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 country it's soulful it's bluesy i love his stuff but when i heard that work tape it was rough it was like old resonator like blues guitar kind of stuff and i was like i like the other stuff but i love this like it that that's the beauty like when you have somebody that can come in and polish everything and round everything out that's cool but then you also have you still have your side of the story behind it that's super raw and super real and people will i mean people realize stuff like that for what it is and it's a cool it's just a cool thing when you when you find the right people to work with and and you know or you can get in somebody's ear like that you know and see that's that's what i'm hoping for people with the like you said the open uh, open mindedness and the creativeness to be like here's your original episode let's flip it make it you know yeah let's oh, take yeah. let's take the other let's see you got two and three out now with the original let's make four through fucking 15 better mm. you know and see that's that's kind of what i'm hoping for but yeah. in the end it's like like i said all i'm looking for is the opportunity put me in that cage two or three four more times and I'm handing it off to somebody else five more times. And I want to be able to build somebody else up to be like, this is yours now. Like, I'm still going to be behind it, but you're the face now. Like, take it. It's yours. I think you're, I think you're wrong. I think you're always going to be the face. Well, here's the thing. That's how true. many? How many? I, th- I think you're always, I think you're, you're looking at it in a very uh, honorable way. Sure. You want to do both sides of it. Yeah. And you want to push it off. What you build, no one else is ever the face of. Right. It is you. Kind of like Dana White with the UFC. Yeah, everybody, Dana, exactly. Everybody knows Dana White's the president of the UFC. And everything. Mm-hmm. everybody knows that everything that happens in the UFC goes through him. Well, you look at, it's just like with football. Any, any coach on any level, NFL, college, high school, hell, how many – great football coaches have you ever known of that never played the game that were not a football player back in the day right it's getting to that it's 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 a process of cutting your teeth and building the experience and then when you get to a certain point you go you get if even if you have to get up out of one part of it you still have that love and you have that input that 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 expertise that you can offer to people and just the motivation behind that 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 you can impart to other people right and that's that's one of my old, other goals ultimately is to coach but i feel like as a coach you have to have done it before sure cuz there's very there's very few people in the world that haven't done it whatever sport it is that are coaches now i can think of like two Farasa Javi and Greg Jackson when it comes to MMA I don't think Greg Jackson's ever had an MMA fight, but he's one of the greatest fucking coaches in the world. He coaches John Jones and Holly Holm, two of the best fighters in the world ever to do it. Farah Sahabi coached George St. Pierre, who I think is the GOAT behind Anderson Silva. And I don't think he ever, you know, had a fight. Maybe a boxing match or two, but, like, I don't think he ever had an MMA fight. So that's rare. That's why I feel like I need to compete a couple more years before I decide to go full-time coach. Well, don't forget, Matt, you've had about, what, this is 2021. I remember us, you know, first, like, kind of getting ready to play after us graduating high school. 
in like 2011 and you tell me all tell me about your experiences and you know you know you've been at it for about what 10 years now yeah so over 10 years since i was 17 dude. exactly exactly so you are on the way to being in that at that at that same level right. it's just a matter of just you know it's just getting, getting slower for yeah me. yeah just getting out what you can still do and then handing it off or still be, or showing that you can support in other ways right right and see that's that's the goal ultimately so i thank all of y'all for this because like it's it's really helped me it's really opened my eyes to know what i want to do and having these two say it again with you two josh and tyler like that, that's really because we've all it seems like we're all kind of in the same mindset with it and to hear it from a different perspective from a different avenue yeah really really has helped me well i'm glad I, I yes i draw inspiration from artists so like that's why meeting you for me was so cool like meeting lee was so cool meeting ethan was so cool because i draw inspiration from everything not just what i'm doing entirely creativity drives creativity yeah so. yes. yeah absolutely it's like i told you when we met you know environment does a lot for creativity. Sure. It oh, does man. everything. And We've had a, that discussion a couple of times. Yes, we, whiskey drinks. So yes, recently. we have. Golly. You, you were saying you lived in, uh, was it Tennessee when you lived there? And when you, you couldn't find anything creatively. But then when you moved back here, you found everything you wanted, which is, you know, as far as creativeness goes, and which is exactly kind of where I was at. Because when I lived in Statesboro, I was, I wasn't me. I was... I was very, like, down and depressed. Couldn't find what I wanted. And then I moved back here to our hometown, and it was like, all right, I'm off to the races now. Right. And then it was like, let's go. Let's let's figure this out. Went from one gym to another and then ended up in Macon, and I was like, yep, this is where I'm supposed to be. Let's freaking get this. Like, let's go. I know what I want to do now. Oh, yeah. Dude, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I when I left Nashville, I, I – you can ask him. I was in a, I was in one of those moods we were talking about the other day, and he dropped me off here, and uh, and I, I sat there, I sat in that actually in that chair you're sitting in, and I wrote the first song that I had written since I left Nashville over a year ago. See, wow. And and you can ask him the whole time I've been here these last several weeks, and even when we were in Texas, I've been going, I just had a song idea. I just had a song idea. That didn't happen to me working pipeline up north because you're keeping your head down, you're busy all the time, and when you're not busy, you're tired you know yep, yep. but it's just yeah it, 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 it being in a that's what i love about what's going on here and what josh is doing because like and and, and what we're all able to do together furthermore right. because right, it's exactly. like we all kind of kick each other in the butt a little bit yep. you know like that's keep why, at it you know that, that's why i'm so thankful to you for giving me the ability and the platform to be here for god putting us together like i've told you i've wanted to work with you for years now that we actually getting to do it i'm like Man, God put us here for a reason. God put us together for a reason, you know. Dude, I, I promise you, I appreciate that very much. But it's 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 mutual. It's very very mutual. I talk about you more than probably anybody else on the show. Right. My size Lee Tucker. 
Right. Yeah. I, was, I, was like, I'd probably, I'd probably <laughs> talk about Tyler and Lee more than I talk about you. But I mean, you and thing. Lee are pretty much twins, so I understand it. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, probably so. Careful, you get him riled up. See, you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> well, check out them MMA skills, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I can promise you, you don't want to do that because he can actually hurt you. <laughs> I'm sure. Rec- I'm, I promise you. I, I have been on the receiving end. I got, a, I got a buddy. I got a buddy because I got a smart ass mouth, but I got a buddy who uh, who does it. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say his name. Mm-hmm. He ran his mouth about I right, tap your ass out. I'll tap your ass out, and I and I'm like, no, no, you can't. Like, and finally, after begging him to wrestle with me, there was alcohol involved. <laughs> of course, I fucking slammed the shit out of him, and like I overpowered him. But the second he got a hold. I think it was my arm. It didn't matter how strong I was. Yeah. It, it did not matter one bit. He took my arm and he bent it away that it ain't fucking supposed to bend. <laughs> and I was a bitch real quick. <laughs> so, so I was just, if, if, it, if we'd have been, if it had just been a stand-up fight or just wrestling or whatever, I, I would have won hands down. So so basically, you fucked around and found out. I know, I fucked around and found out, yes. one of One of our Rush t-shirts at the gym that they sell actually has fuck around and find out on the back. And I bought it because I was like, yes. Because I am that dude that is like unassuming. People look at me and think, you know, I'm easy to fuck with. So it's like I wait for that moment for somebody to fuck with me just so I can, you know, prove well, myself. Well, when they find out you snort cocaine before you go to the <laughs> game, they're probably not going to fuck with you anymore, Pablo. That man's crazy. That man's fucking crazy. It's a good thing I don't snort cocaine, was, by was the way. Was he just fucking hitting bumps off his gloves? <laughs> you know, Holy fuck. You know what the sad part is? Oh, hell no. It probably looks like I do before fights because I start rallying and shit. I, look, I don't so, like, I don't so like cocaine, but I, I kind of like the smell. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice essence. By the way. <laughs> I that, did not do cocaine. You can obviously look at me. That, that, I do that, not free-base cocaine. I, I, not, only on Sundays. <laughs> I do not, seriously, guys, I do not. Condone cocaine at all. That was a joke. I don't but, condone this is, you not being able to handle it. This is going down. <laughs> this is going downhill quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is how we're in, this is how we're in the show on a cocaine joke. Yep. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we're, we're going to be in trouble. Yep. Um, Matthew, uh, I just want you to know I'm super proud of you and Josh and Morgan. Uh, what you're doing is going to really benefit somebody way more than I can do with any of my shit. I appreciate uh, that, bro. You, Keep your head up, even if it don't go the way you want it to. Know that this is step one. Yep. Yes, this sir. is step one. Just keep kicking it. Keep keep fucking moving forward. Listen to these guys. They're not gonna fucking let you down. If you need a little inspiration, I'll kick your ass too. Yes, sir. But just keep moving forward. You're doing it the right way. Um, so I can get you to go through this real quick. Tell them where they can buy the bands that support the thing. Buy a band that supports the show, you know, you can hit me up on uh, Instagram at SSJSoldier, S-S-J-S-O-L-D-I-E-R-135, and SSJProject135 on Instagram. My cash app is hashtag Maddie Nice, M-A-T-T-Y-N-I-C-E-1125. My Venmo is... Matt Burton, one twenty-five, I believe, and then my- I'm gonna I'm help you with this real quick because they're not gonna remember that. 
tell them what your Facebook is. Make a post that has all the information on it and tell them to go to your Facebook gotcha. and, and find it. Gotcha. My Facebook is just my name, Matthew Burton, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, B-U-R-T-O-N. Look me up there. You'll find the post. You'll find all my social information, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. Look out for the show on uh, April 16th on YouTube. There's actually made a post today with the link to the show so you can like, share, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you can be notified as soon as we go live. I'm so excited. This is going to be some fun. I'm, I've put a lot into it. These guys have put a lot into it with me. If you're looking for some inspiration and some motivation, I'm, I guarantee you it's going to. If you're looking for, you know, some some just get up because you've you've been down for the last couple, you know, weeks, months, whatever, years, this will definitely help. If you're an adaptive athlete, please, please, please check it out. You are not the only one. We are here together. Let's get through this together. Let's make something happen. But, yeah, definitely check out the show April 16th, 7 p.m. at YouTube. Matt Burton 125 is the channel. Find me on Facebook, Matt, Matthew Burton. Like, just check it out. I appreciate it. Uh, Matthew, I will share all your stuff, too. On, appreciate on it. On everything that I've got. Uh, just keep keep doing what you're doing, dude. Appreciate keep doing it. what you're doing, and uh, please do a fucking event. Please, next week when it happens, uh, I don't know if I'll be here Friday. Uh, but if y'all want to use the studio, well, you can air it on this TV and some other stuff. I will help you get it all set up. More than likely, I'll be here. Cool, cool. Uh, do something and get in front of it. Yes, sir. All right. I kind of have to now. You're kind of kicking me in the ass. <laughs> if you do, well, it, uh, listen. How bad do no, you we want? We kicked you in the balls. Get it right. How, how, how bad do you want this to work? Very badly. I mean, it's all you, since since I've been injured. It's all I've been able to do is focus on it. Have so. you ever had to public speak before? Yes, a couple have, times. Have you ever been punched in the face with in in a, in a fight? Yes. Which one fucking hurt more? Probably public speaking. <laughs> Imagine well, you everybody just fucking ruined my point. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine everybody in their now, underpants and you'll be yeah, fine. Now, yeah, now, exactly. now you're you fucked up. <laughs> uh, do it here. Do it somewhere. Get in front of it. It's your baby. Fucking be proud of it. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Show to the world. There you go. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for tuning into politics, religion, and whiskey. We will catch y'all next time.